Hello, and welcome to another episode of Delta Pod, your community connection, brought to you by the Delta Center for Economic Development here on the Arkansas State University campus in Jonesboro, Arkansas. My name is Matthew Shreve, and I'll be your host today. Today's guest is the Director of Tourism at the Arkansas Department of Heritage, Parks, and Tourism, Mr. Travis Naper. Travis is originally from Louisiana, where he was the Director of Orientation and Special Programs at Louisiana Tech University, followed by eight years of working as the President CEO of Experience Ruston, a destination marketing organization designed to promote the Ruston and Lincoln Parish areas as destinations for travel. Travis came to Arkansas in 2020 and aims to move us into a state of recovery following the COVID-19 pandemic. With his experience and expertise in the field of tourism, Travis will no doubt be a valuable asset to our communities. It was an honor to be able to pull him away from his busy schedule to give a few minutes to talk about tourism in Arkansas. Let's get to that interview now. I want to thank you for coming to visit the Delta Center today, Travis. It's so nice to have you with us, and we look forward to our uh, forum that's coming up this afternoon. Uh, Travis, uh, tell us about your background and what drew you to Arkansas. Sure, and, and Matt, thank you for having me here today. Glad to do this. Um, well, I'm originally from North Louisiana, Monroe, and Ruston area, and uh, I ended up in Ruston to go to uh, Louisiana Tech University, which I think actually has played Arkansas State many, many times through the years, and at different times have been in the same <laughs> sports conferences and everything, so was familiar uh, with that already. Um, Went to the university, uh, graduated, worked there for about six years running their um, orientation program. So uh, I love the energy around a college campus, college town. So I'm, I'm glad I'm get to, getting to be here today. Uh, and then stumbled my way into working at the, the local convention and visitors bureau that represented Ruston and Lincoln Parish. I uh, did that for about eight years and um, out of nowhere, got a call uh, about would I be interested in running the state tourism office here in Arkansas. So uh, that's kind of been my career, as you heard, stumbled into, stumbled <laughs> into a, lot of, a lot of great spots. And I'm, I'm glad God's always just put me in the right place, thankfully. Um, but as far as coming to Arkansas, what, some of the things that made it appealing, I did have family ties here. My, my, my grandparents and uh, I had an aunt and uncle and a cousin that all lived in Hot Springs. and. We visited there for many holidays, summers, all that. Uh, so, so had some familiarity with that. The proximity uh, to North Louisiana. Uh, spent time at different state parks. Or, uh, said through sports, coming to see uh, Louisiana Tech play Arkansas State or play U of A. At different times, I've been in different parts of the state and love the different geography that that you can find here that you could not find in Louisiana. Right. It's um, called the natural state for a reason. Yeah, so that was appealing. Uh, and then just like as a career, I mean, it was a tremendous opportunity, a kind of a, a new challenge for me. And then my family, we kind of looked at it as an adventure. I mean, yeah. we kind of been in the same spot, um, same 30 miles our, our whole lives. And 
we we like the thought of of getting to a, a bigger town and being Little Rock and just you know kind of off on our own. Which and it's been it's always been, good to jump the line a little bit and mm -hmm. um, dip your toe into something different. Uh, I, it's funny. I recently heard somebody describe Arkansas. I was talking about it being the natural state, and they're like, actually, there's another interesting fact you should know. And you know, I asked them what, and they mentioned that if the zombie apocalypse ever occurred, you want to be in Arkansas because Arkansas is one of the only states that has every natural resource. Oh, so yeah, you're right. I'm like, well, you know, I, I never really considered it <laughs> that way. About but, that way either, but yeah, yeah, that's very true. So there's a lot to have that's um, wonderful to look at in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, when the seasons change in Arkansas, it's really a beautiful site to have. Um, so tourism though, uh, so tourism, not necessarily just in Arkansas, that's going to be kind of deviate away from our questionnaire, but uh, why tourism? Like, uh, did you have an experience as a kid where you like visiting another area of the country or another area of the of the of the world, and you were like, you know what, I, I want to create that experience for somebody else? Well, uh, I was blessed to be able to to travel some as a child with our family and. Mm -hmm. uh, including trips to Arkansas, but I, I, only, I, I mean, big, two big ones where we took a, a road trip all the way up to Virginia and back with the pop-up camper and, <laughs> and to, you know, see family, distant family in Virginia area. And we did that over the course of two weeks. And mm -hmm. that was quite an adventure with lots of memories. And then a couple of years later, uh, we flew out West and did, you know the four states there via RV too, and those are uh, once again some some of the strongest, you know, funnest um, memories I have of my childhood. That uh, you know, traveler travel travel brings uh, to people, and right, it's, it's not about possessions always. Those experiences sometimes and the memories you make out of them I wish are invaluable. I wish more people would take the time to take road trips. You know, if they can fly nowadays, they just fly and they kind of skip everything in between. And it's just, you know, there are great parts of the country that everybody needs to explore at least once. Um, so we're going to move on to the next one there. Uh, one of your goals, and I saw on your website, forgive me, I snooped. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you went. On your LinkedIn, you mentioned that uh, you're wanting to bring Arkansas into recovery. Uh, one of the goals that you've established for the Arkansas tourism is pandemic recovery. What impact did COVID-19 have on Arkansas and how is the sector responding to a post-pandemic post time? Well, um, you, you mentioned Arkansas, the natural state. Well, mm -hmm. what we learned, it's a very good time to be known as the natural state during mm -hmm. the pandemic. Uh, uh, all those outdoor assets that were deemed, you know, safer and more acceptable to do, uh, you know, became the focus of what many people wanted to do. Uh, people kind of started closer to home. So all, all and that's kind of where we shifted some of our marketing messages. Starting here in state is, you know, go discover, you know, Arkansas or rediscover. Because it might have been something you did as a kid, but, you know, you always say, oh, I want to go back and do it. Or you have that fond memory, but you never right. take the time to do it. Well, all of a sudden you have more time. And we've heard countless stories of people getting to kind of re-engage their own state. And then we got, we, we kind of did that a little bit further. Um, airline traffic was obviously down. We're primarily a drive market anyway, so that worked well, uh, at, you know, for us too. So rural really shined 
during this. Leisure as well, statewide, did very well. Uh, some of the markets, your central Arkansas, Northwest, that have more of a, a corporate focused uh, business travel, uh, meetings, conventions, obviously a lot tougher for them. And right. honestly, some of them are just now kind of getting back to where they were and maybe even haven't got there yet. Yet we have other areas that have just blown away their, you know, their previous uh, numbers, which most of the, for the most part was 2019. That was a record year kind of across the board uh, for tourism across the nation for the most part, but specifically here in Arkansas. And we're, we're pleased that um, in 21, we kind of blew away those numbers as across the state. And I could right. say we were down 25% in visitor spending in 20. And while that does sound bad, um, oh, it's a quarter. <laughs> the, national, the national average was down 42%. So, right, we, so outperform, we outperformed mm -hmm. uh, the vast majority. There's only a handful of states that performed better than we did. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, we know that a lot of that, you know, was in kind of these larger urban markets. But that, the difference between that 25 and 42% down is how well that, you know, some of our smaller rural communities were able to just really explode with the amount of visitation. And um, we, you know, we're seeing corporate picking back up pretty quickly. And we hope that we don't see uh, leisure kind of dropping off very quickly either. So we right. should hopefully plateau at kind of a new spot uh, higher that gives us the opportunity to just you utilize the, the new eyeballs and uh, visitors that saw it and were exposed to it. Uh, you know, utilize that for return visits and we have a whole new group of ambassadors out there to talk about how great their experience was and share that with others tell them to come and just kind of taking a riff off of what you said earlier with Arkansas being the natural state one thing that you know that I saw personally I moved here in Jonesboro in 2019 so I kind of got to see Jonesboro a little bit right before the pandemic and then mm -hmm. change immediately after the pandemic but with it, Arkansas being the natural state compared to, say, you know, like New York or um, one of those more, uh, I guess you could say, urban states, uh, Arkansas lends itself to be more creative in a way. Uh, we saw a lot of people who were getting into hobbies and crafts, rebuilding their sheds. And, um, you know, you can't really do that in areas where you live in a loft or areas where you, you know, live in a townhouse. So Arkansas kind of lent, lent itself that way. Um, do you ever see maybe like a, a new direction where tourism people will start coming to a state or coming to a city to do something creative as part of their uh, tourism visit? Or uh, I think that some places have, have tried to build opportunities like mm -hmm. that and build experiences where, you know, a visitor gets to come in and interact about what sets that community apart or what that special thing is and uh, when communities can find the way to do that. I think it is the most authentic way to share what is special about their local culture mm -hmm. um, or their whatever their local asset is. And uh, I absolutely, it's not always easy to do or pull off in a way that is either um, you can scale or <laughs> is affordable. Right, um, right. Or, you know, has mass appeal. But when you can find that right thing, I mean, that. That, that's tremendous. Um, I agree. Um, Hot Springs, Arkansas, um, they have a lot of breweries that are mm -hmm. popping up there with their bathhouses. I think there's one 
uh, I used to live in Hot Springs as well. Mm -hmm. There's a bathhouse. And right next to it, there's a brewery that uses the bathhouse water Correct. for their beer. Mm -hmm. And I also thought it was really cool. But um, That's the only brewery in a <laughs> national park <laughs> right, in, right. in the entire United States. Right. Uh, Arkansas is making some great headway in, uh, with that. Um, what are some tourism strengths in Arkansas do, that you think that we have compared to others? Well, we've, we've talked so much, obviously, about the natural state, the outdoor assets, and there, mm -hmm. there's no denying that we'd lead with that a whole lot. Um, but I kind of um, want to, and this is something we're kind of shifting uh, some of our messaging back towards those urban experiences well, and with the idea that basically you're never too far from these amazing outdoor experiences. So if you're looking for urban or, you know, work or whatever it is brings you or family brings you to the urban setting, you're never too far to connect into that, to a, a tremendous outdoor experience, right. which kind of sets us up to, to, to showcase our entire state a little, a little bit better without excluding the urban <laughs> or the right, rural. Right. I mean, cause it, mm -hmm. it, it, it is, it needs to be a partnership and a mess between the two. I agree. Uh, tremendous, especially kind of in the, throughout the Delta, very authentic culture, um, uh, deeply rooted in the people that exude that and, and live it out and want to share, share the story of the place, which, you know, some places have kind of lost that historical perspective and this area hasn't. I think that is a very special, when you layer that on just the, the Southern hospitality you're going to find too, right. um, that, you know, that friendliness and that passion that lives there, um, I think really shines when it mm -hmm. comes to a visitor interacting and seeing something different and, being able to connect with that place and understand the pride that's there for, for, for those locals stands out. And I already talked a little bit about that diversity mm -hmm. of, uh, uh, of geography. I mean, from the Delta to, to the different kind of mountain ranges we have and right. all the waterways, I mean, it's tremendous, but diversity of culture too, uh, that I think are great assets. You can, Arkansas. you can take, uh, you can drive through Arkansas and take all left turns and you'll still find something new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a great place to be in, um, uh, considering that as a strength. One thing I was always thinking about is because Arkansas is the natural state and we're kind of living in an age of technology, how can we merge the two to where tourists want to come to Arkansas, but those, those that still, you know, have more of a higher value to technological, technological visits like visiting in, you know, a science museum, et cetera. We do have a few of those. Mm -hmm. um, but when, I was reminded of my middle school years in science where we had to have a diary that we collected leaves from mm -hmm. uh, surrounding our school. And so we had to collect certain leaves of different trees and everything in the area. And it was kind of like a, like a treasure hunt in a way. And we had, there was a specific way we had to document the leaves so that we, they stayed, et cetera. I was wondering, I was like, you know, with our technology nowadays, there's so many plant applications where if you have a plant in your garden, you can, you can use your phone or your iPad to identify mm -hmm. what it is. I wonder if there's a way we can incorporate that as maybe a tourist thing. Um, so if we have a specific area that we could, you know, have a trail that features specific things that are native to Arkansas mm -hmm. and they can have that interactive experience uh, maybe that's a cool merger. No, that, that I, I, I love that. I'm going to have to write that one down, <laughs> actually. Um, yeah, because I... It brings kind of like bird watching to a new level in a way. Because if you have your iPad or some uh, or your phone with you and they've like, you know, 
if you have like a, a park ranger with you saying, hey, look over here, you know, let's see what it can identify uh, just by looking at that. That'd be really cool. It'd be a cool way of merging the two. And I think we, we always need to be challenging how, how we can introduce a new generation mm -hmm. to, to what is special about the place. And when you, I mean, I think the digital natives of the next generation, um, that's kind of what they know and how they filter the world. Yes, sir. Uh, to me, somewhat unfortunately, but that, that's where <laughs> we're at. Uh, with, I mean, I have kids and it's a different, it's, it's totally different. Yeah. Even, um, even now I'm, you know, I'm just 31 and I look back and we, there was a time when I was trying to adopt a kid and uh, when they were going through school, it just seems so strange. All the new methods that they're teaching, et cetera, this kind of generational gap. I didn't think I would be a part of that, but surprise, <laughs> it's just changing so fast. It is very much so. So we're 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 always looking at how to incorporate technology into that mm -hmm. too. And we have, I mean, when we go back to that diversity too, we have mm -hmm. a diversity of industry across the yes, state. Yes, yes. That I'm glad you I think that most up. people would find quite. They, they don't always incorporate, you know, per, perception or stereotype wise of what they may think of of Arkansas with you know some of the leaders and what's happening with technology, whether that be uh, logistics and trucking, I mean, which might not seem really flashy, but I'm, I promise you that the kind of data deal. analytics yeah. they're using is incredible. Uh, and distribution that's happening uh, through like a JB Hunt or Tyson or mm -hmm. Walmart, which then goes right. to the whole nother level of, I mean, at the highest level, whether that be marketing, distribution, product development, how, how customer, um, the inter customer experience interaction is brought to them in the, in the different kind of stores they put out. I mean, there's all there's all kinds of that, and and new new industries coming up uh, all across the state, and with the steel manufacturing coming up. I mean, it it just lends itself to being having to have high quality workers that I think will be able to continue to employ this next generation of highly skilled in that technology technology arena. You know, that's one thing I've always been really proud about. I, I grew up in Arkansas and I've stayed in Arkansas and seeing how Arkansas is still able to remain the natural state with industry is a big deal to Absolutely. me. Yeah. Um, you, you never hear of Arkansas having a, or struggling with, you know, deforestation or anything like that. So I'm proud of us for that. Yeah, and that uh, brings me actually as a great segue to our next question. What challenges in tourism do you think Arkansas faces? Um, kind of referred to some of that when you get into stereotypes and mm -hmm. perceptions um, that some maybe, you know, either rightly or unrightly were <laughs> bestowed upon <laughs> us through, right. through the years yeah. and, and overcoming some of that. And I think, I think that's one thing through COVID we had the advantage of, mm -hmm. um, introducing a whole lot of people or reintroducing people to our state and, and what it is now mm -hmm. and what that experience really is on the ground versus what they may have heard or seen who knows how many years ago right I mean so many people out here base perceptions on something they saw or heard <laughs> yeah. possibly decades ago yeah and there's not many places that are stuck in the same place they were <laughs> decades ago right so um we have communities all over the state that uh, have made tremendous investment in quality of life 
that and we firmly believe those things that that tourists want to do are the same things locals want to have right. at, uh, to live and participate in and, and that goes both ways so we think it, it meshes great with economic development um and you know re retirement relocation all those efforts we feel kind of mesh and come together and um, we try to be a catalyst for some of that because it's another thing when you're talking about recruiting a business or you're talking about someone considering moving for a job or retirement you're rarely going to do that sight unseen. Right. True. It's, it all starts with a visit, typically. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we want that to be uh, the best visit possible because we don't know um, what what that first visit leads to. Uh, so it's funny that you mentioned retirement. I had somebody recently describe to me. Uh, it was somebody that lives in Washington State, a friend of mine, and it, and I asked them, I was like, "Would you ever consider moving to Arkansas?" And they had said that. You know, Arkansas is a place you go to retire. Uh, how do we, how do we face a, an, a group of people or an environment? Like, how do we open up ourselves as a state to not just be a place to retire to? What what can we bring to that younger crowd? Well, we're gonna we we talk about it a lot, but storytelling, making mm -hmm. sure we're telling the whole story, and and also telling the the different segments and slices of that story. Uh, and it, Arkansas has a great history and needs to be told. So absolutely, but making sure we're talking to that young professional or we're talking to that family that's you know willing to relocate. And now with all the uh, remote work, mm -hmm. you're not bound, or a lot of people are not bound to any specific location. That's so true. if we if we have many places that a lot of families would love to raise their kids with all kind of good education and then great outdoor activities and you're centrally located with great access to the whole country uh, at a, at a for, with affordability um, and a kind of a different pace of life that I think some people would find very refreshing. So we can, we can, we need to make sure we're helping. We're a part of telling that story. We mm -hmm. know there's many organizations doing this, uh, but we're a part of trying to tell that story. Uh, and so the other part of that is being able to match the correct story with the right audience. Right. And that's yep. what we're trying to bring in you the nail um, the head new data mm -hmm. and, and new advertising and marketing capabilities for as far as targeting audiences that we're not sending, uh, you know, an, an advertisement that kind of more pushes maybe a retirement message to someone in their thirties. That's right. just not the right one. <laughs> so, uh, and those that are interested in mountain biking, we're putting mountain biking content, but those that aren't, you know, making sure that we're putting that, uh, maybe those that are more into the culture and heritage that we're putting that message in front of them. Uh, and then hopefully we'll, we have some new developments in that area that I, I'm, I'm, it's one of the most exciting things I'm a, a I'm excited about that we're doing here that I think we'll be able, if we have good success with, we'll be able to have some penetration down into our local markets as well and their ability to utilize that, which just, and in doing that, the way this is set up, it's going to, every time we all utilize it, we're, our efforts will get stronger as well as the local communities. And then there's other, there's other agencies and partners across the state that we hope to partner with as well to, to utilize this, you know, new technology um, and advertising opportunities in the most effective way.
sounds like it's a good plan that you guys <laughs> have moving forward there. You know, one thing that I'm reminded of, when, especially when you were mentioning remote work, in film, you see a lot of the times where, you know, especially where it's in the future, or if it's focused in a more sciencey age, they have an office space that they have to have a background on of like a forest or a waterfall, et cetera, to make their office experience more serene. And it made me laugh a little bit because, you know, you're right, we already have that in Arkansas. So for those looking for remote work, Arkansas is a great place because you don't have to have anything fake. You can just see it out your window. Yes, and with the expansion of broadband that's happened all <laughs> yes, day, yes. it's not just a beautiful picture in your background of <laughs> yeah. Arkansas that really is five minutes from where your office yep. is. You might actually be there. I mean, right, if you yeah. want, uh, honestly, I kind of said it for hindsight, if I could have done the pandemic over again, I think I would have tried to identify two or three places um, that were very remote yet somehow still had, uh, you know, internet service and set up shop beside some awesome creek or yep. whatever and uh, do a little work, check emails, make some phone calls, you know, take a break and, you know, jump in the creek, play with kids, uh, do a little rafting trip, whatever, yep. and be able to, you know, just... Because when, when we were at home for, you know, a couple months, we could have been doing that. But it's kind of like, it, who knows? At the time, we didn't know this was, we'd still be talking about this two years yeah. later. Taking time, <laughs> taking time away without yes. being away. Yes. You know, so that's, that's fantastic. Um, speaking of, so um, forecasting for the future, um, mm -hmm. what do you see as the future for Arkansas tourism? Well, I think that we, we already have numbers for 21 that, you know, we are, we're recovering very, very nicely and very quickly compared to uh, last week. I was in DC with some of the other state tourism directors and, uh, and we're able to talk to some of our congressional delegation. We were fortunate that we were able to go with a positive message and some mm -hmm. of them aren't in Marks, that situation. Yes. So we're very blessed there already, but I think uh, I don't see leisure slowing down. I mean, this is outside mm -hmm. of COVID right. and it's ugly head again or something <laughs> yeah. like that. True. Um, we keep the same trajectory. I mean, leisure, I, I don't see slowing down really too soon. Mm -hmm. And corporate is, uh, is, is definitely um, picking up very quickly. Uh, and, and honestly, Walmart headquarters opening back up is one of, right. one of the huge keys. And people might think, well, that's just a Northwest Bentonville, Arkansas thing. No, uh, that kind of sets the tone. Yes. Not just here in Arkansas, but honestly, globally, yep. Yep. it really does re-engages re uh, businesses and business travel. Um, and, and once you kind of get that ball rolling, it, it grows quickly. Um, so I, I feel like with that, we're, we're going to reach a new plateau that we haven't experienced. And I think we have uh, the right energy. We have the right momentum. We have some new technologies I was sharing about that we're poised to be able to really capitalize on that and and, and kind of take this, the next step that Arkansas has kind of, I think, been right there. And um, now we're able to maybe we, maybe we would have already done it right. with, without COVID. But mm -hmm. now coming out of it, I think we're more than ready and poised to, to do that. And we're going to benefit all across the state because of that. That's great to hear, Travis. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it's been a great honor to have you on our Delta Pod podcast. And Hope to hear from you for all the great things for Arkansas tourism in the future. Man's pleasure. I'm glad I could do it. Thank you.
If you're curious about any of the events or areas of mention by the Arkansas Department of Heritage, Parks, and Tourism, take a stroll over to their website at arkansas.com. From the homepage, scroll down a little ways to find a monumental event happening in 2024, a total eclipse that will pass through only a few states in the U.S., with Arkansas being one of them. The tourism sector has been kind enough to supply us with a map that details what areas will experience the full eclipse and for how long. Again, that website is arkansas.com. If you're new to our podcast or perhaps you're a returning listener, don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts to stay up to date on all the happenings at the Delta Center. We have a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Don't miss our YouTube page of the same name where you can watch our complete webinar series on COVID-19 recovery and resilience. You can visit our official website at astate.edu forward slash a forward slash delta ced forward slash. This is Delta Pod signing out. Have a great day in the natural state.